Hey there, it's one-third of the Hollywood Kaiju Bad Boys brand, Kirkman, here to tell you. Taking a slight hiatus after this episode since I'm getting married soon. That's right, soon I'm going to be Mrs. Podzuki. Also, just a friendly reminder, please give us some reviews and ratings on the iTunes. Anything you write on that will be read online on our episodes. Go nuts! Write all of that erotic fanfiction about Charles Barkley kissing Godzilla. Our number one fetish. Well, anyways... Enough of that. Let's just get to this darling episode. Bye. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy ass curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all to the beat. Have a ball. Yeah, so Hello and welcome to the Podzuki. The one and only, as far as we're concerned. The only podcast where four men eat donuts out of a plastic bag. You're not the first to do that. Yeah, that's true. Well, we yeah, have... That's actually all what WTF is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Marin and his friends just eating donuts. That makes sense right, to me. Dude. I know he's not spending his time writing. Damn. Damn. Coming for you, Mary. <laughs> you hear that, Mark? I hope you sleep well on all your millions of dollars. <laughs> That's right. We're going to get Pete Holmes next, other than every Chicago comic always makes fun of him. Um, yeah, do, do your do your intro. I'm sorry. Oh, um, guys, thank you so much for joining us for WTF. What the fuck? What God, the fuckers? I would love to do a podcast where we don't rip off another podcast with you, Brandon. No. <laughs> Alright, well, welcome to the flop house, guys. I'm uh, Stuart Wells. Brandon, you were such a bad host. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've waited so that's long. Stuart Wellington is terrible. Yeah, that's why I do so many podcasts. Um, guys, welcome to the Podzuki Podcast, where we watch big old monster movies, and we have some fun times together. I'm one of your co-hosts, Brandon Kirkman. I'm another one of your co-hosts, Luke Evans. Flip. Ooh, like I'm, I'm your last co-host, Martin Felschman. And I'm your special guest. Jesus. Guys, let him into your heart. I mean, that's where he should be. And then follow his way. Yeah, I'm a good guy. I I hate uh, capitalism, and I'm all for letting immigrants in. Shout out to my parents. No, I'm Jamie Carbone. I'm a I'm a bit of a I'm a I'm the bad boy of Chicago. I don't do coke. That's right. The other JC guy is Jamie Carbone. I that's a true story. And in camp when I was a kid, I wanted to go by JC because I wanted a fun nickname. And people were like, oh, JC, he loves Jesus. And I was like, nah, man, I love NSYNC. <laughs> True. Oh, I thought you were going to say you love Jimmy Carter. Mm. So, uh, so Jamie, mm-hmm. um, I have to say, like, because you came, because you were <laughs> We all did, didn't we, though? We, we uh, watched Power Rangers, the movie, Power Rangers Turbo. No, it's, no, actually, no, no, no. it's actually Turbo, Turbo a Power, Power Rangers, Rangers movie. movie. There you go, Just like right Solo, there. a Star Wars story, maybe get it right, Luke. Yeah, well, it is. It's part of the solo continuity. And sorry, it may sound like Martin, but it's actually solo a Power Rangers movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Well, guys, as you might have guessed, because we just said it exactly, that's the movie we watched. You idiots! Um, Yeah, we watched. uh, This is the second Power Rangers movie, um, and the last Power Rangers movie of the original continuity. I don't know why this was the one we watched. I it's, would have rather have watched the new one. Yeah. Oh, that's... Fuck. That would have been way better. <laughs> oh, man. I said, you're a bad host. Yeah. And, <laughs> no, also make bad decisions. Well, that's just 
Everybody, every yeah. person alive makes bad decisions. Well, first off, if you're if you're if you're not a first time listener, you're probably familiar with our first episode where we had Jamie on, where we watched the original Power Rangers yes. movie, mm-hmm. and that movie was awesome. Yeah, that movie's baller. That movie yeah. holds up. Ivan yeah. Ooze, best villain around. Oh yeah, yeah other, other the characters get characterization, yeah. uh, except for Ivan and a little kid and his dad. And uh, oh yeah, the skull. weird scene where they almost like we're gonna make these kids kill themselves. No, the dad, the parents are gonna kill themselves. Oh, and the kids right. tried to stop them. Oh yeah, um, it also had a way better soundtrack. It had oh, that yeah. Van Halen song, "Dreams, Baby." Oh no, this are. is the cash grab made sequel where they had nicer film and they had slightly nicer uh, effects, but everything else from this movie was reused either from the show, like mm-hmm. had been used previously, or was used with plans to use it on the show outside of like the weird rescue backpack yeah they have. well it's like on like a like a four-year difference between the first movie and this movie it's not right? that much it's like two two so yeah, like, yeah, this one came out like 95 yeah yeah so that's 97 yeah, you know. yeah. and it makes sense but yeah it's just like this movie was bad yeah it's yeah. not good no, no not at all i mean the first one is like bad in a way you can enjoy this one is like you guys yeah. were all we were all watching it together it was a chore the first yeah. one like they had. They clearly had fun making it. Yeah. This one, I don't think anybody had fun. I mean, probably. Um, Divatox I mean, seemed like she's having a lot of. Yeah, fun. and here's oh, the yeah. thing: that actress got pregnant. She didn't play Divatox for the first two thirds of the show of the season because Divatox was the main villain of the season. After that, right. Um, so they replaced her, and then they brought her back, or they, maybe they brought her back later. But I think they brought her back later that season. Are the same evil women can't get pregnant. I, you know what they are saying that, and I think you should uh, <laughs> email uh, Shuki Levy and Haim Saban about that right now. I will. I'm very angry about this. You're very litigious. Yeah. Well, hey, that's one thing we're known for this podcast. Uh, but yeah, I'd say... Emails? Emails. What about our emails? Oh, let me tell you something about what we should do with their Lock her up. Okay. Okay. Hey, if we don't start talking about the plot, we're going to be here for fucking ever. That's, that's true. Okay. Well, we start out with a Star Wars-style crawl, which, like... Sounds cool when you say it out loud. I'll be honest, ballsy. I mean, it, I mean, a Star Wars crawl is classic when done right. This was done like, fuck, man, how are we supposed to start with all this exposition? Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was just because they needed to get a lot of exposition out of the way, so like, let's pretend we're clever. And they sure did pretend real well. Yes. And then we come to a planet uh, with where robot men with robot horses. I thought they were like bug horses. They're bug ass. They definitely imply that the dudes are robots later, but the the horses may have been bug horses. They were like real horses wearing unfortunate masks that probably scared the shit out of them in real life. It like the we see because the opening crawl introduced a wizard named I've already forgotten Lilliard Laragoy Laragot. I wrote it down. I don't know if they Larago. It's Larago. Larago. Who I'm not gonna. Look, can we just call him dumb wizard? I mean, dumbest wizard. I was going to call him Dime Store Hobbit. Oh, Because like that's that. what it kind of looks like. Like To me, he looked like one of those guys from the Dark Crystal. Like uh, one of the main creatures. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, but like, every time clearly without the brilliance of Jim Henson Studios behind yeah, it. Because the really head was huge. It was clearly just a little person. Which, if you listen to our last episode yeah. <laughs> about the Masked Rider, yeah, they you know like all about that. Yeah, it looks like Furbus's fucking, like... Crackhead uncle. Yeah, Furbus got a beak reduction and shave. What was the last movie you fucking watched? We watched three episodes of Masked Rider. The it American was so, it was so good. 
I loved it. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jamie, you love it. Yeah. You I, hate it. You know what? Let's it's just great. use this right now as a plug for going back and watching The Masked Rider, because that what a great show. Anyways, they get back on that. So they're getting chased, and then... How do they get off the planet? He's a wizard, so he has to get to a certain area in the forest for some reason. I don't know why it has to be this specific part of it, but then he teleports to Earth... Because that's where his friends, Zordon and Alpha 5, live. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. They tell us things in the opening crawl that, like, the movie doesn't even know yet. No. They just need to explain who he was and that he needed to get to Earth. Yeah. But he didn't know he needed to get to Earth. No, he just kind of ran. Well, that's the thing is, Brandon said this was originally three hours long. They cut an hour 20. This movie is an hour 40. Which means, like, maybe this was shot, and maybe there was an explanation, but instead we'd rather get a movie where, like, a scene where this fucking wizard gets freaked out by condor babies, and meets a lion, and scares him off with a hand firework. <laughs> and that's because he, get, when he transports to America, to, to, uh, to <laughs> Earth. America Earth. Well, like, this he transports to Earth, but it's a, I guess it's actually kind of clever that he doesn't immediately go to America. It is different. Yeah. But it is Africa, which is like, oh, and like a nondescript... Africa. Yeah. Because you see giraffes. You see monkeys. And lions. Oh, my. Oh, dang it. Sorry. I was going to get there. (laughs) Um, So you're probably saying at this point, like, so what's the challenge? Are the evil villains going to get to him in time before they can get to him to help him? No, he's going to get sunstroke. Yeah, that that is what happened. But the rangers don't know that he's there at first because, of course, they're training for a kung fu competition to raise money for a charity. Yeah. Which makes me wonder that if the other team had won, would they have just kept that $25,000? Or would I, they... I mean, it's, it's really shitty if you're like, say me and Martin were in a competition like for like Handsomest Boy. Right. And I win. It's crazy. Right. But Martin was like, if I win, I'm going to donate my money to this charity. And if I and I'm going to be like, yeah, well, if I win, I'm keeping it. But see, I, I like to think, because obviously they said, at, spoiler for the end of the movie... They said, like, oh, it goes to Angel Grove. So, obviously, these two guys from two different cities, I like to imagine that money could have just gone to a different orphanage, and they (laughs) fucked over those other orphans. Oh, my God. That's a more compelling story. Yeah. For sure. Fuck those fucking you orphans from Devil Forest. (laughs) Oh, Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. I guess that's a... That's pretty good. That's pretty close. Hey, new Devil um, May Cry coming out. Ooh. Talk, talk to me when they're making another uh, Dante's Inferno. <laughs> I mean, they have to have to uh, they have to have another volcano movie coming out at the same time for that to happen. Yeah, so. that's how the first game worked. Um, so, of course, Zordon, dude, I don't want to talk about the plot of this fucking movie. It yeah, sucks. It's really bad. Um, well, like the uh, Larigo, yeah, that it doesn't matter. No, at all. At all. No. He can open a portal, and then he opens a door. Yeah, he's got magic powers where, like, the Demona, what her name, Divatox. How could you forget such a babe's name, man? <laughs> that is a good name. Divatox? Yeah. Like, yeah. that sounds like, oh, I'm a diva and I'm poisonous. Like, that's oh, yeah. that's good theme naming. Repulsive, and I don't know, I guess it's like, like she's, it's cool that she's a female villain, but she is a little bit sexist, because, like, she wants to bring this ultimate evil alive so she can marry him. Yeah, she wants to bring Malagor alive so she can marry him. Typical. Yeah, and then and but then she's like repulsed by how he looks, and I'm like, what were you expecting, dude? You knew him. Yeah. She yeah. acts like they're old friends. Yeah, I like, mean, did you think he was gonna get? I mean, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I know. mean, he did throw, or she did throw in the most ugly henchman for the sacrifice later. Yeah, she threw in, That's very she true. She threw in her nephew. Yeah, yeah. 
Wait, did oh, he die in this movie? I've had a few the he does not. <laughs> he comes back in the TV show. Fine. I think at one point, like they don't ever talk about how he survived, but at one point there is like he's she's like telling him to do something, and as he's walking away complaining, it's like I always have to do the jobs nobody wants to do, like threw me in a volcano, <laughs> and that is the closest it gets to referencing it. I will have to say, I think it's important. This is. This movie is basically just a salvo to the fourth season. I think it's the fourth, yeah. yeah. Like, whatever season of Power Rangers is where they had well, cars. It was Power Rangers, then it was Ninja, the Ninja season, but I think it was still called Mighty Morphin. Yeah. yeah. Then it was Zeo. Then it was Turbo. Mm. Then it was In Space. I think it was In Pro- Space. Probably Space after that. I know that's around the time. Because Turbo is where most of them leave. Because here's the thing. If you watched this movie, and then you watched, the, or the first movie, and then this movie... There are three Power Rangers that are in that are still Power Rangers between. There's no explanation for why there are suddenly different Power Rangers. And then one of the Power Rangers that did return, fucking Roundhouse kicks so hard he goes flying over a rope and bruises his back. Yeah. Yeah, that's That's a bad Power Ranger. That's Rocky, right? Yeah. Well, like he only does that to make room for the newest for the Power Ranger. And then I don't think he shows up again. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, uh, he showed up at the end, right? Yeah. Like he no, was no, no, right no, I, out by I, the. I meant in the shows. I don't oh, think okay. they ever explain why. Well, like... yeah, they said that when he did that kick, he actually kicked so hard his dick flew off. Right. Which well, ha- which will happen? Yeah. It's actually probably way more sad because, like, Power Rangers throughout all okay, their, fil- throughout all their throughout all their filming, they never used union crews. Oh. Yeah. So all, they could completely I... screw over the yep, actors. Like, they sure could. Was it Billy, like that's the original Blue Ranger, who like got got. What do you call it? Uh, he was bullied. Gay, bad, was, gay, yeah. gay bully. Gay bullied bad. by everybody and ended yeah. up leaving the show so suddenly that the episode where he leaves, they have him played by an old man <laughs> to explain that he suddenly, he aged too quickly because it had been like right around a time where the, all the, the main rangers got turned into children. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like, he got aged too quickly. The opposite happened to him. So they have to send him to an alien planet. I feel like I talked about this on the last one. Yeah, but it's <laughs> a great plot point. Um, where they send him to an alien planet where when he's de-aged, they use a body double so that when he talks to the rangers, they just have static from a storm happening on Aquaria. So it's just like, oh, that's why Billy looks and sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they got rid of... Kimberly leaves and is replaced by Kat, who's Australian. Aisha leaves and is replaced by Tanya, who is... From Africa, and also, I believe, the past. Oh, okay. Um, then, uh, so you still got Adam, you still got Tommy, you still got Rocky. Um, well, Rocky's the one who, like, was knocked out, right? Yeah, and he gets replaced by Justin. So, who is the one who's Vash the Stampede? Uh, oh, that's Adam. 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 He's the best he, one. Yeah, he's I actually can't... a decent actor. Him and Tanya felt like they actually knew what they were doing. A little bit. There. Sure. Yeah. Well, there were a lot of, like... Because he's a big voiceover actor. Yes, that yeah. is how he makes And there were a lot of scenes that were like, I guess, like ADR. Sure. And they oh, added yeah. voiceovers later to where I swear, like, he was doing the voices it of a lot of the male me. characters. He's like, but, spoiler alert, Tommy shows up. Well, yeah. Throughout the movie. You mean and Jason? Jason, yeah. you're. I feel like you're so mad at me. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, it is the Red Ranger. <laughs> I believe this was the problem last time yeah. as well. 
Jamie's had to correct you a lot. They've all got such 90s names. It's like I mean, it's it true. is from the 90s. I know, but Jason and Tommy, they're so interchangeable as like true. leader guy name. Like if one of them were also named Max. Oh shit, that, that would, be, would it. be That would be it. Was Max a super 90s name? I don't know. I think Mighty Max. I yeah, feel like Max 90s. was one I heard a lot too. Max yeah. Max Keeble. He, his big move. Max Headroom. Yeah. Yeah. Max Headroom. Yeah. yeah. That's probably more shit. 80s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Angry Max, as we all remember those films. Yes. Yes. He was so upset. <laughs> yep. But then he got on a road that was even angrier than him. Yes. Which, as we all know, was the upset road. Upset. Angry Max, upset road. My favorite Love movie. Love that movie. The Angry oh, We should watch um, that next time. So, quick summary then. Uh, they, uh... The wizard comes to them for help, but then it turns out Divatox kidnapped his family, so the wizard has to go to Divatox, and then also they kidnap Kimberly and Jason, and they, all, they, all this magic happens, and a, and a lava man gets summoned, and then the lava man gets mm. killed. Hey, don't forget they also kidnap Bulk and Skull, and they serve no purpose. Let's talk about that a little bit. Then. That is interesting. I do feel like we should talk about this. Bulk and Skull are, like... Here's the thing. The Bulk and Skull scenes are... Maybe the funniest stuff that happens in the movie. I thought I was going to hate it in like the first scene where they're like on a motorcycle and they crash in a shed. It shows what they crashed in and it just said stinky bait. And it's like... <laughs> old stinky old bait. Old stinky bait. I'm like, okay, it's well, pretty funny. I just think that Balkan's Color are like, like the sweetest couple ever. Yes. They're because like... I just don't think they've got They've got to be like almost 30 at this point. They're well, still the hanging thing. out with each other all the time. They're yeah. riding around in a motorcycle with a sidecar. Yeah. And matching skirts. <laughs> That's the weirdest Working part of Working at the same job. Is that Bulk and Skull were in the same grade as everybody else. And then they got older and no one else did. They're cops in this movie. <laughs> yeah, they've cleaned up, you know. They I mean, got their shit together. Yeah, yeah that's, what and then after- that's what I love about these Power Rangers, you know. I keep getting older, they stay the same age. <laughs> Yep, that's Matthew McConaughey, no yeah. Power Ranger fan. <laughs> that that's a reference for you. <laughs> hey, reference. That, that's a reference. That needs a jingle. That's a reference. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, I guess I need more work. But, I got a new, uh, we got a new game segment I'm going to add, so I got to add a jingle for that too. But later. okay, so then they defeat the guy. It's like Luke said, it feels like just a really long episode of the show because mm-hmm. it fucking is. Yeah. Here's the thing they don't talk about. Turbo in the original Japanese version was a joke series. Oh. So like all of the enemies they fight in the main series are very wacky. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and they even defeat one monster of the week um, because it's like color obsessed by turning into the Megazord. But the monster's not made big. They just put the monster in the Megazord's shadow, and because it doesn't get any light, it dies. Oh, that's awesome! And that's like it's like fun little stuff like that. There's a guy who bakes him into a pizza this season. <laughs> oh man! And I tried to recreate that uh, that that event with my toys. <laughs> How'd it go? I broke the microwave. Oh, no. And then here's the thing. I acted like I didn't know what happened. <laughs> so my parents bought a new microwave. I hope it was like some real like some real crazy shit where like, Mom, why would you use action figures in the battery? <laughs> oh, here's the thing. <laughs> Jamie's parents, I'm sorry you had such an unruly, cruel <laughs> child. This was maybe the worst thing I did that they know of. Um, <laughs> but like, I remember I was I put him in there. And then I was like, "This is gonna be this is this is gonna be cool." <laughs> and then one of my my Blue Ranger caught on fire. Like oh, I could see the flame, and I was just like, "Ah, oh, fucked up. <laughs> oh, I was. This is so bad." 
and I took him out, and I, if I, I'm sure I've still got him in like a bin somewhere. I hope my mom <laughs> might have thrown him out. He's definitely got like, I want to say like a good, like half a dime sized hole in him from where the plastic <laughs> melted, and you can like see the springs and stuff on the inside. Well, I got a sweet Blue Ranger bong. It sounds like hell yeah, <laughs> getting stoned off of my Justin. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's another... Okay, I guess we're kind of doing out of order, but it's a fun way to talk about this, is that Justin, when he becomes a Power Ranger, goes from a little boy to a big man. Oh, he yeah, goes no. to a full-ass... And here's the weird thing, is that when they're, like, impl- like being secretive about who it is in the, the Power... The, the... Fucking, what do they call it? The series? No, the, the base. Zordon's home. Yeah. Oh, what do they call it? They... Uh, power Ranger Home Base. That's not what they call it, but I like the gumption. Pa- power yeah. Building. Uh, the Power Building. They're the in power the Power Building. Power off. The Power of Towers. Got, they've got, like... Ooh. They show the guy from the waist down... Circuit City. Yeah, they're, they're at Circuit City. <laughs> and they show the guy from the waist down, like, with his helmet on the table... But it's an adult, because they don't want you to know that it's the kid. It's an adult body. And then he grabs the hel- helmet and walks off. So I'm, I'm, I, now that I've watched that scene, I'm like, yo, was that kid's head on a full-ass adult <laughs> body? Because I want to see the fuck out of that. Well, that's the weird <laughs> thing when they all go turbo, is that like even, even like the kid's the worst. But when they... By the way, when going turbo, that's when they all do cocaine together. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever they're going through the transformations, like they're... Like it's them standing in pro in like uh, in front of like just standing straight, and then they become their ranger form. Yeah. But their bodies morph so much, like somebody's boobs go away. They all, all of their hair gets two inches. All hair gets pulled back. Because yeah, they all have long fucking hair. And no matter what, heads are huge because they have to animate it. The helmet, the helmet coming out over a head. <laughs> That'd be funny if their bodies did actually adapt to that form and like they took off their head or their helmet. It was just this mouth-shaped head to fit in it. <laughs> yeah, that's not like the, the morphing scenes aren't actually something they have to go through. That's just no. an animation they have to watch <laughs> before they actually morph. It's really funny. The morphing takes like two seconds. It's really funny to imagine Justin of like a kid head on top of a giant muscular body. <laughs> There's a sometimes you didn't notice it, but there's a little thing in the bottom right <coughs> corner that says That's "skip ad." Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 after like ten, nine. <laughs> um, but there was um, oh, so we could talk about the jungle scene when fucking Tommy and Cat go to rescue Larigo. Oh yeah, yeah. and then a, a a snake sneaks up on Cat. And Tommy tells her to jump, and she jumps off of uh, a cliff. Jump at three, like not just like hey, jump over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Real it was quick. jump at three, and she jumps off of a cliff. While he wrestles that snake. And he doesn't beat the snake. No. He just throws it away and then dies in after her. But, like, fucking... He could have done that literally at any point. The snake was not putting up a good fight. No. The snake was a prop. (laughs) I mean, it was also like a bow constrictor to where, like, as long as it doesn't curl itself around you, you're you're fine. fine. (laughs) Uh, I mean, one of the Power Rangers' abilities isn't knowing what snakes do. No. It's yeah. just being afraid of snakes. It's clearly not the strong point of the writers of this movie either. Very true. Yeah. God, those wizards. So, I feel like the bad wizards they're trying to rescue, so the beginning part with the jungle, and they get captured by Divitox. I also think we're not getting across what it looks is. like when we say wizard. Like, what was that 80s cartoon and toy? It was Monchichi. It looked like Monchichi. They look yeah. like Monchichis. Especially, especially the baby. Especially the baby, and then the wife who, like, 
looks exactly like her husband, but with boobs and longer hair. Oh, yeah. They tried to make her 90s hot. She was, man. And she totally was bad. I was like, what if Heather Locklear was a weird little wizard person? <laughs> I mean, more than she is. Right. She's already... <laughs> what, if, what if Heather Locklear was Heather Locklear? Like no, if you were attracted yeah, to yeah. the Bride of Chucky... But with a, with a little bit chubby. Guys, if we're talking about all this fashion, this sounds like... What is, what's that I hear in the distance? Uh, oh, my Paul's Drag Race. Oh, it's here. Oh, my goodness. Moth Roof Paul's Drag Race. Did you say Moth Roof Paul's Drag Race? Yeah. yeah. I think you were surprised last episode, too. Did it happen last time, it too? I'm, it happens pretty much every episode. We didn't do one for Mitch's, I realized, but because we were so fucking loopy to last be fa- one. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think this warrants a Moth Repulse drag race. Yeah, I think it does. I, I, I mean, we're going to talk about the 90s-ass fucking clothes they're wearing. Well, this is like, is like it's the, the clothes are less 90, the 90s than they were in the first movie. Yeah, I mean, sure. Well, here's the thing about the clothes in the first movie, is that it, those look more 80s than 90s, I would yeah. say. But, like, fucking Adam looks, like, straight up like he's trying to be start a grunge band. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, Adam's Vash Stampede, right? Yeah. And he just looks very grunge. And also fucking... He's got the long hair. Jason, his... Yeah, he does. He looks super grunge. But oh. Jason's fucking giant-ass ring earring. Oh, boy. Like, God damn. It was yeah, that I think switched ears a couple of times. Probably. <laughs> uh, I mean, and that, I bet you I bet one ear was pierced, but they just kept mirroring shit. Yeah, probably. Just, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Tanya's wasn't really too notable, but Kimberly's was funny to me because it feels like what fashion for a lot of women are nowadays for workout outfits. Like, man, it's all cyclical. It all comes back. Right. right. I mean, that's how everything's... That's basically what she wore in the series. A pink, yeah, pretty baggy tank top, and pretty baggy basketball shorts. Yeah, the only difference here was that it was tighter. It yeah. was the same outfit, but it was just tight instead of baggy. It was tight, dog. Um, should we... Next, pound it. Uh, does, does it count talking about Diva Talks because it's a villain, but it's still an outfit and man. Oh, yeah. I mean, she definitely had like a BDSM... Fl- Did you guys ever yeah. see... You guys have seen uh, Batman Forever? Yeah. Yeah. You know how um, Two-Face has like those sugar and spice? Yeah. Like the, the uh, pseudo assistants? Yeah, mm. sure. They fucking... Rem- she, her outfit reminds me of that because it's so over the top. Yeah. Mm. I mean, there's boobies, you know. There's, her boobs there's a significant are amount of boobies on display. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. she's here to win a husband. Like there, there's definitely got to remember the plot, and yeah. the plot is get a man Mal- Malagor yeah. going to be sucking on yeah. these. There's get def- a man who do you both. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some kids who like watch the show. It's like, and this was I will say this: this was a big puberty moment for me. Yeah. <laughs> this was a I was watching this movie and I'm like, oh shit, am I gonna see tits? Yeah, I was nine. <laughs> and I, and I, common sense didn't win I'd be like no there's not going to be boobs in the children's movie when you're nine you convince yourself there could be boobs in the children's movie this is the worst up. experience of that is when like you're watching cable and like an anime movie comes on no no no, no man and you think like there could very possibly be boobs, but yeah. there's never any actual boobs. This is, this is what I gotta get on to. I remember at that age specifically, when it was more at like 10 or 11, I went to go see 40 Days and 40 Nights with my uncle. Oh, God. Because the trailer made it seem like there'd be boobs in it, and there wasn't. That movie <laughs> sucks. <laughs> what trailer? Did you see that? Did you think there was gonna be boobs when, in that? When Ross, uh, you know, the one character uh, that played Ross... Do you remember when the deers licked the shit up? Yeah. That that fucked with me. No, not that movie. That's, that's Eight Crazy Nights. That's Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> oh, <what are> you- <laughs> What? What? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> I completely, I completely fucked Yeah, no, this was a forgettable Harrison Ford vehicle of the mid nineties. No, you're thinking no, no. Forty days and forty nights is Josh Hartnett. You're thinking of seven days, six nights. Oh, that's no. I'm thinking of twenty-eight days. Are you later. thinking of thirty days of night, the vampire movie? No, no. I'm or thinking six of six days, seven six, nights six days, with Harrison nights. Ford and Anne Hayes. That's the one. Oh my god. There are way too many titles like this. I can't believe we both made the same fucking mistake. Oh my god, what a magical moment. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, were there not boobs in that? There wasn't. And it looked, like, if you guys were my age, you saw the trailer. Like, there's there's going to be titties in this. I would hope. Yeah, there a, big, a big puberty moment for me was like getting one of those HBO free weekends. Yeah. My parents' cable and Species. Oh species yeah, yeah, yeah. Species. And like then, that. It was just a softcore like porn yeah, movie. Yeah, she fucks. She murders, but she fucks first. Yeah, yeah. The universal disappointment in that one too is when you'd see the title "Real Sex." Like this is gonna be kinky, and, and you're then, watching yeah. like, wow, there's so many old, bad fucking old people. I'd be like watching Taxi Cab Confessions, and it would just be like a guy talking about heroin, and I'd be like, "Nah, man, get to the boobs." <laughs> <laughs> the Bunny Ranch show was kind of cool. I remember that one. Yeah. yeah. You guys, I, uh, you guys remember that episode where a bunch of old women making dildos out of carrots? Yeah. Hated oh, that so oh, much. Real sex. I never watched oh, Also, yeah. Taxi Cat Confessions. They had them on all the shows. Uh, yeah. These women, well, you I mean if Carrot not... dildos were a big moment in the uh, 90s. Yeah, 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 carrot episode. dildos, carrot top. Those are the two mainstays of the 90s. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if you guys remember that episode of Game of Thrones, but. I do. Yeah. yeah. And I remember when they showed up on John from Cincinnati as well. <laughs> Jeez, getting uh, deep. I'm at a point, though, with movies where. Because when I was a kid, I was like, there's always a chance of boobies. Mm-hmm. And now I've crossed back around where when there's boobies in a movie, I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah. yeah. Like I was watching Red Sparrow. Jennifer Lawrence is topless in that. What? And I uh, was not expecting that. And I was like, oh, what a pleasant surprise. The movie wasn't great. I saw Annihilation the day before. That was way better. Oh, oh that movie! But there's no boobs in that yeah. that I recall. Yeah, there's no, there's well, no boobs in. I watched that the other day. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was uh, trippy as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Like, oh. Man, I love I love movies that set up a great end of the world. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. watch the movie. I well <laughs> experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Don't have my opinion. Don't make assumptions. That's true. <laughs> I'm still unclear about the ending to begin with, so it's not a spoiler anyway. What are uh, the, one of these muffins? Not relevant to the conversation. Yeah. Well, I'm just curious. What kind of muffins yeah. are those? Yeah, come on, dude. You ate half of one. Listeners, yeah, I, listeners at home, put your tongue to the speakers right now so you can taste it. Taste I'm that just, I'm just saying it was kind of bitter. You feel that? That's, that's, Thank you for bringing baked goods, though. That's tongue-tasting technology in 2018. Yeah. We, do I, the, we do the best here at Podzuki, and that's recording company whose name I forgot. Uh, I'm going to say Machine Culture. Machine Culture. Machine Culture is reinventing podcasts in a way like you won't believe. And by that I mean lick your your ear butt. And I have a taste ear. You're welcome. And I happen to think non sequiturs are kind of funny. I mean, take. we can go off track as much as we want because this we did, literally did explain the whole plot. It's there is look, we could go in depth with how fucking bad this movie is, yeah. but it's not going to be fun for us and it's not going to be fun for you. So let's just understand that we have some Power Rangers. We have a lady in a big fish with her dumb nephew and what looks to be maybe a a, a bowling ball. Yeah, their spaceship was a fucking submarine. It's a submarine, a submarine shaped like a fish. You know what that guy? He looked like Doomsday if someone described him wrong. Yeah, <laughs> if you were like if you were like vaguely describing Doomsday and then somebody somebody was like this. And you'd be like, no, but I see how you got there. <laughs> um, then they they all fight to kill a lava man. And also, old Power Rangers show up, and Bulk and Skull become German and Spanish for a while. And have gray hair. 
Yeah, they don't explain that. They explain the mind wipe, but I don't understand why a mind wipe would turn your hair gray. Also, they don't really fix it. They pass out, yeah, and then they're fine by the time the TV show comes. Well, back no, we, we we had that conversation. Yeah. Like this was supposed to be like a metaphor for dementia. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, Very honestly, sad. if you look for uh, metaphors, they're there, but they're not, not fun. Yeah. Like the wizard. The wizard was a metaphor for just fucking bullshit. Yeah, for being a for for wear a big floppy hat and. <laughs> Your family will watch you die. In a he was he was he was representing a capitalist corporation who didn't trust their own characters, well, so they had to put some kind of framing device around the entire movie, which like is not necessary. Just have him kidnap Kimberly and yeah, yeah. exactly whatever Jason Jason. Jason. That, that's another thing too. Is Jamie did a really great explanation. Tommy's the Green Ranger. Something really fun with Tommy yes, and Jason's fighting okay. because. Uh, Jason even says, "Now I have my powers back, or something like that." I've got the. I'll have the muscles and the powers, is what he says. Yeah. Oh which yeah, is, which is weird, but like it makes like on a subtext level, it works because Tommy like stole the leadership of the Rangers from Jason. Well, yeah, but why does the lava make them evil, and then the other dude dies? Well, they become Sounds like, like they become like weapons from Allegor. Yeah. Yeah. and yeah. then I guess maybe they he didn't die though, so maybe he also like got. Brought back because they didn't die, so that explains why he didn't die and was in the show. Yeah, we did it, guys. So we solved it. So he's not a lava creature; he's like an evil juice guy. Yes, they get dipped in the evil juice. <laughs> he spits fire out at one point, or yeah, no? Yeah, he's a his great rapper. Yep. Sorry. He he co-wrote a few <laughs> tracks on Scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should also explain. If you're wondering how did the two Power Rangers that became evil go back to being good? The two wizard shot beams. That yes, up. that did happen. Yeah. Uh, okay, then, so they were a MacGuffin. Yeah. Yes, they. That was the the most plot relevant. They thing should they just did. call Power Ranger all MacGuffins. You know what they should have called it? Hey, oops, not, all MacGuffins. Hey, we're not releasing this. Yeah, that'd have been good. <laughs> Would have been just jump into the fucking. Well, I think season. if it had been like six episodes of a new series. Would have been fine. Would have been fine. Yeah. Sure. Would have been yeah. a solid intro. And even like you could even air it in like two parts. Say like the Power Rangers movie, but it's on TV. But whatever, it's fine. It's cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Should we get? To, uh, we should just get to the review right away. I feel like. Uh, yeah. No, I, what is I, it? It's I, out of Pazu. No, you just changed I, it. I I think we should all go around the table. We should all talk about one moment that made us laugh. Okay. Because I feel like. There are moments in this movie that are There's enjoyable and make things. us laugh. I feel like we could each pick out one. What was the thing I laughed at because it was so ridiculous? Uh, was it when that guy missed that kick? No. No, there was a part where he laughed really someone hard. Someone said a line that was so crazy. Was it when someone was it when they made that love boat reference? No, but that was good. God, we gotta. Right, I'm gonna rewatch the movie so I can find what. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, the res like oh Zordon about friendship. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, I'll talk, I'll go first. So there's oh, a part yeah. where they first bring the wizard uh, in, and to be frank, they have not really talked about what the wizard's relationship is with Zordon really at all. And it shows Alpha talking to the wizard in the wizard's weird like chirp language, and I think Adam goes, "Wow, they're really wow." He speaks his language. And then Zordon out of nowhere goes, yes, as all close friends do. <laughs> and I fucking lost it. Like, fucking, we're out, we've known Alpha five years at this point, roughly. And we're going to be like, this dude's his best friend? Man, fucking invite him over for the goddamn game, Alpha. <laughs> Write him a fucking letter. Richard Horvitz. Zim. Uh, do you guys got any favorite... 
favorite moments? I mean, you've started this, Martin. You should go. Um, oh, fuck. There, there are a lot of little things that I like. Um, I guess, uh, if, if I had to choose a favorite, um, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's really hard. I know. It's it, bad. No, it is really hard, because there are so many, uh, you know what, uh, fucking, just, the, the wizard slowly dying over the entire movie. I like that. Because he, he's never in good shape. He's always moving slow. He always is suffering from heat stroke. I like that. Oh, man. You know what? I'm going to go because I'm afraid Luke's going to steal it. But definitely the Rita Repulsa and Lord Zed came That out. was good. Oh, yeah. That I was very Actually, well written and very funny where they call up Rita Repulsa. I should say Diva Talks is like, what do I do? And she's like, you're fucked, dude. <laughs> and then she goes back to bed. She does. And then they have a cool cut, a good cutaway of uh, Zed with a sleep mask on. Oh, God. So and here's the thing. That was, I'm for sure they had Robert Axelrod come in and voice Zed for those smokes. <laughs> Oh man, what a gift! That yeah. scene. Everything else is bad. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. Oh uh, God, I've forgotten so much of this movie already. I'd have to be to say it was when Kimberly and Jason. Yeah. When they Probably. undid a uh, drain that was holding thousands of pounds of water because they were in a submarine, and they had to open it so they could escape. But then as soon as they opened it, they had to hold it to stop the water from coming in. They had in. to wait until they got up higher to, so that the pressure didn't Because his, his dive watch said so. Yeah, his yeah. giant fucking computer watch. Which I'm pretty sure in a pressurized room, I don't know that that would work. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> what if that was a really disturbing scene where they did that? They just crushed him to death instantly. Oh. Oh. Well, that's also like a weird way they drag this fucking movie out. Is that Kimberly escapes and fucking Jason doesn't. And then, so now we've got, like, another five minutes of, like, Bulk and Skull and Kimberly dealing with these weird island natives. Oh, right. She does escape, even though she still ends up becoming evil. Yeah, because right she gets captured Jason. again, so it was all fucking pointless. Oh, wait, no, I've got my... I, I, I'm sorry, I do have a favorite from What's this. Then? Do you remember when the really slow torpedoes blew up the ship? Yeah! Oh, yes. oh yeah. <laughs> the slowest fucking torpedoes in the world. And then they all escape in their cars, and the kid is immediately like, hey, that was fun, let's do that again. Well, let's nearly die again. Again. Well, that's the thing. Like those cars seem to have no problem traversing very quickly in water. Yeah, why do they need that boat? <laughs> yeah, but and this is this boat isn't like a, like a yacht or something. This is an old yeah. pirate style haunted, boat. A haunted pirate ship. Cobwebs between every single rope. Lots yeah. of barrels. And they could have gotten <laughs> those barrels. cars, man. I mean, in my opinion, they were Tracy Chapman's. They oh, yeah. were real. The official, the official singer of NASCAR. It's, it's an old haunted pirate ship, no, but it fu- functions off of Power Ranger technology because they have to each they put, to put their keys, in. keys into a treasure chest. Wait, the keys had just been made. So what were these? What was the fucking? You know what? There are problems. <laughs> this movie is draining, and yeah. it is. <laughs> Exhaust like it was only an hour forty. I feel like we started watching it eight years ago. Yeah, yep. you know what, Brandon? You read that thing that was like this film was originally three hours long. Uh, there's originally three hours. Always cut. felt like that. I think they just they threw a bunch of stuff at the wall. Like they filmed, they were filming Everything. so cheap. They just filmed every single thing. I'm gonna read this one fact from the trivia when I was looking up too. So there is a three hour cut of the movie that was never released. Thank God. Uh, but they actually cut out from the original script a new ally, Mandika the Mermaid, which literally was like half the part or plot of the movie that just was cut. So I like to imagine half of this film, there's just a mermaid they're talking to off screen they never put in and just like, well, well I guess we never needed it. 
I I hope they put that out someday as its own movie. You know what I bet you could do? What's I bet it? you could take the little monkey dude from the '90s Land of the Lost and splice him into this movie really easily. Yeah. Oh, uh, easily. Yeah. Yeah. What was his name? Or Furbis even. Shaka. That sounds right. Yeah. Because yeah. I know that was the name of the monkey dude in the original Land of the Lost. Yeah, that sounds right. I don't know. I haven't I haven't watched it in a very long time. You I definitely what? don't remember the name of the hot chick from the '90s, Land of the Lost. No, I know that um, it's uh, Holly because it's Marshall, Will, and Holly. Mm. Yeah, but that's the that's not the hot chick. That's the daughter. I'm talking about the hot chick who's oh, like, living cave in the woman. land. Yeah, oh, yeah, Mandy Patinkin. Oh, yep, Mandy Patinkin from fucking the Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah. <Shut> the fuck <laughs> <up>. <laughs> okay, for a second I was like, like Mandy Patinkin's a man, right? Yeah, she is. <laughs> Is my attraction you not confusing? You know what? I'm done talking about this movie. We're gonna do, we're, we're starting a new podcast. What and is it's it? called Away, 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 Away From Me. An all yellow card podcast. Oh no, stop him, stop. Oh. Martin, get the guns out. One sec, we have to flip over the sign. Zero days since yellow card has been mentioned by Jamie. <laughs> oh man. Well, that card's like, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It was already zero days because I made a great yellow card joke the other day. It was really good. I'm just saying, if we remade Mamma Mia, but all the songs were from yellow card, <laughs> it would be very good. Um, tell you what, nobody will be able to play soccer in that world. Because <laughs> of all the yellow cards? Thank you. Well, that's a stretch. Okay, let's get to the ratings before Speaking we... Speaking of yeah. stretch, um, what are, what's the rating system this year? So, this is my favorite one we've had so far. It's the Goro rating system. So you got four arms. They could possibly give them <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down, give them the middle finger, maybe one doing a jack-off motion. Yeah. One could be just reading a magazine, as one of our guests once gave us a review, which I really liked. Or, as always, I always offer, you could just say whatever. Yeah. Alright, I'll go last. Okay. Um, I'm. This is the first one I'm breaking out for this, and I honestly feel this. This is Goro giving four thumbs down. It was not good. It was not entertaining. It felt so long. And just, like, I, I feel like even nostalgia factor going in, as somebody who loved Power Rangers as a kid, there was nothing ringing for me in this one. It was just so boring. Mm-hmm. It's fun to rip on, though. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, I'll give it one. I'm no. not sure what, just one, because yeah. it's just like, uh, if I usually, even if it's a bad movie, I say like, oh well, if I spent like an afternoon watching this on a day off, it's fine. But this, if I spent an afternoon watching this, yeah. I'd be like. I'm kind of angry now. Yeah, well, you, and I've got to take it out on someone. Yeah. So this no, movie no. would could lead to me doing something. Well, you heard it here, guys. Luke said that this movie was as good as a compilation of the Beatles album 1, which I agree with. <laughs> what a rocking good time. Hi, Martin. Um, I, I give this movie... Uh, uh, Goro's given it three thumbs down, and then the fourth hand, he's got a locket. And in that locket is a picture... Of Divatox. Oh, baby. <laughs> because Divatox was the only one having fun in this movie. And if it were cut down to, I guess, the ten minutes of Divatox footage, I'd enjoy you that. You know what, with her corset, she that. was she was kind of like Shiva-esque. Here's yeah. the thing, here's the thing. Well, she was his cousin. Or no, not Shiva. Um, yeah, she was his cousin. But that only makes it better, in my opinion. <laughs> okay, we're going to a weird place. I don't like this. She was also in the movie so little, she probably filmed Wrapped in a Weekend. Whereas all the uh, other probably, Rangers yeah, had yeah. to be there probably about a month. I mean, Diva, there's a lot of nice, fun elements in this. Diva Talks is cool. I like that they brought the old Rangers back. Yeah. But it seems like it is so bullshit. Like, everything, everybody just seems so tired. The ADR in this is crazy and not well done. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give, like, Thoro is, Goro, Goro, Thoro. <laughs> 
somewhere. Goro is going Throw. to give one thumbs up for effort, but the other three hands are ripping apart Kano and out of frustration <laughs> from this not being something he enjoyed, and Kano is mean. Yeah. Could he be, be ripping apart that wizard guy? No, because here's family. the thing. Here's the thing. Goro's going to lie about it, but he enjoyed the wizard. <laughs> he's cute, you know? He's a little cute. He likes a little cute guy. Yeah. Goro, Goro really, like, he goes to war if his emperor commands him to, but he he just wants to chill out. Goro, he's got four arms, man. You know how much you can get done with four arms? He's working on a novel. Two different typewriters. You know, you know what the wizard reminded me of? You ever seen that movie? I think it's called To Catch a Sasquatch or To Catch a Yeti. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. It's got meatloaf, meatloaf in it. Yeah. yeah. Have we talked about it before? There? I think we may have. Maybe. maybe. I, I probably brought it up because I was watching the uh, on-demand cable we have has a channel. It's nothing but mystery science theater. Oh, that's cool. All that's day. I like that a lot. And uh, so I watched that movie. It was actually not even Mystery Chan- Science Theater. There's one channel that's Mystery Science Theater. The another one is Rift Tracks. Oh, that's And I watched good. The Catch a Yeti on the Rift Tracks one. And this animatronics in the face of the wizard looked like that movie. Oh yeah, it's it's got the like exact same eyes. Yeah, it's got like a like a. Like a troll dolly sort of face, like really. Yes, dolly. that is very much what it looked like. It's a fucking troll doll. I was trying to figure out why, because it, it's so plastic. Yeah, but you said it in a way that made me think of a time man going troll dolly. <laughs> <laughs> troll dolly, yeah. Can we talk about how it's weird that Mamma Mia, a movie called Mamma Mia, takes place in Greece and not Italy. Mamma Mia, that's a spicy note. <laughs> I'm, I'm just frustrated by it. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I've been thinking about Mamma Mia a lot Well, they're making Mamma Mia 2, oh, right? I'm seeing it. Mamma Mia 2, Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. I think Mia it's Mer- called Here We Go Again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that gets us to our stupid game segment, which is always our favorite. Uh, yes, I see that for sure. Oh, yeah, that's to catch a Yeti. Who's the dude, the other guy? That's Meatloaf. Is that Meatloaf? It's Meatloaf and some deformed dude. That was in the movie. Who plays assistant? Well, no, I'm like in this picture right here. Like that's just meatloaf. Yeah, that's just meatloaf. I feel like this game <laughs> should like be. Roddy, Roddy Piper. Remember, yeah. he'd do anything for love. He won't do that. And apparently, also this movie that he made called To Catch a Yeti. Oh, I'm gonna use that for. I'm gonna use that for, use that for a new game name, which is we do anything for attention, but we wouldn't do that. And I would do anything for love, but I won't. Which is, I told people to leave comments about Jamie Carbone and the Power Ranger fanfiction team up in the comments for this. Here's what we got from people writing online. Uh, three of them. One of them is very mean, and it's from Marissa. I saw it. <laughs> so I'll save that for last. She texted me being like, don't be mad at me for what I wrote on Brandon's comp status. And yeah. I'm like, bit not. <laughs> so here's, wow. some, here's some friends of the podcast never. writing what they would uh, have for the first sentence of Jamie and the Power Rangers teaming up in a fanfiction. Uh, Kyle Parks was, you guys call this ooze, a uh, cum joke, which always fan of. I feel like, can I do the reading? Because I feel like it's my line. Yeah, yeah. here you go. Okay. Um, okay, now do you guys want this, uh, how do you guys want this? Do you guys want this, like, 90s? Put some stank on Do you want this, stank this, do you want this uh, stoic, or, like, do you want this, like, very serious? Jamie, I say you follow your heart. I'm going to do three different readings for you, and you guys tell me which one you, you guys like. I like this. You guys call this ooze? <laughs> you guys call this ooze? <laughs> <laughs> You guys call this ooze. I like the second one. I like yeah, number I like two. two. Um, yeah, probably. 
for uh, Dane Arden, past and previous guest and friend of the show. <laughs> Just saying everything from every past podcast. And previous. <laughs> past wow. and previous. Good from for the, you, Dane. Dan, you know what? He's going up in the world. I love Dane. Uh, his made Same me laugh here. the hardest, which was when Jamie set foot in the courtroom. He didn't know he'd need the help of the Power Rangers, but the OJ trials were about to take a weird turn. <laughs> for real, I would love to hear Keith David do a reading of that line. Oh, boy. <laughs> up just being like... I'll keep Dave. I'm not doing a voice because if I do it, it's racist. But... <laughs> we'll give him a call. Yeah, we're all friends with Keith David here. Right? Hi, I'm Keith David. There we go. Oh my God, oh, Keith. What are you doing here? Oh, I just came in from outside, you guys. What's going on? Oh, not much. We're just talking about Turbo Power Rangers movie. Have yeah. you seen it? Oh, yeah. That's my favorite movie, you How's... guys. Oh, Keith, I'm losing so much respect for you. How's your secret family doing? Oh, they're doing good. I murdered them. Oh, no, I don't oh, like this Keith, anymore. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> All right, bye, Keith. Roll. We'll see you later. I got to roll. Um, so, Marissa... That he took. I hate this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Marissa wrote, I hate to complain on the first day, but I lost 50 pounds since you measured me for this ranger suit, so could we get a tighter one? <laughs> I was, she texted me like to like preemptively apologize before I saw it. And I, instead of being offended, I was just like, it's made of energy. So, like, <laughs> it would just refit if you lost or gained weight. And then she stopped responding. So, Sticks or stones. Sticks or stones. break my stuff. bones, but yellow card will never hurt me. Hello, welcome to Way, oh, no, way, way, way From Here. Your one and only yellow card podcast here in the U.S. of A. Now, let's, let's check on a quick status of yellow card. And they're still broken up. Oh, no. All right, we'll come back to you in a week with a new episode to tell you what they're up to these days. Thank you. Goodbye. I got to write a theme for play, that now. Fuck. Play the you song. You, you just do, play a yellow card song. Yeah, you don't have to write that. It's already written. Just play the play the one that's for the 9-11 responders that they wrote. Oh, no. It's on Ocean's Avenue. Oh. I'm definitely going to play that here at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. I only remember snippets of one video, but I don't remember what the song was. It's like a dude falling out a window. Yeah, that's uh, Ocean Avenue. Okay. <laughs> I used to sit and talk with you. We were both 16 and it felt so right. I can I, do the whole fucking song. Oh, boy. I don't know. I think I often get like a single line from a song stuck in my head yeah. forever. And one that has always stuck with me, even though I hate it, is My Chemical Romance from that one, I'm not okay. Just like the one line, like, the photographs your boyfriend took. That's a great line. That one line that will repeat in my head over and over again. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> until I can't handle it. I've been it. listening to fucking a lot of Seuss John Stevens lately. The and... dude uh, from Steve Zissou? What? <laughs> no, that's, that's the French uh, guitarist uh, you're thinking of. No, Seuss John Stevens is an American guy. Um, okay. He's only had like a couple hits, but he has this song, Death with Dignity. Yeah. That was just used in a video game, and now it's been stuck in my head ever since. He said his mom died. I don't know. I, I just listened what to that one jerk. My Chemical Romance song. It's the, only, it's music. the only music. It's the nah, only that music. That reminds me, I saw your Spotify playlist, and it's just that 800 times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I make people mixtapes, and it's the same That's song I mean, 10 I mean, times. I, if you find a song that you can fuck to, just keep fucking yeah. to it. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to My Little Pony soundtrack. Great. Um, the movie. What was this, what was this game? Uh, we're done. <laughs> I just told people to leave lines for fan fiction they imagine our guests in, which I think we're going to do another episode because that was fun. That was fun. I wish yeah. more people had responded. But also, you kind of posted it a little well, bit. Well, we also yeah. got the whole yellow card for the first responders, so we don't need to worry about that. That's true. Yeah. For, speaking of first responders, I'm gonna support go get the, the troops. I'm going to go get those. Wait. With a returning guest, do we do the batteries again? Yeah, there's still electricity. In this I mean, movie, you're right? already halfway up. 
Yeah, that's true. You just want to do the battery. I, I am semi erect right now, but I mean, I'm get Luke them. is the whole reason we ever did the battery thing. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to do the batteries. I'm not going to feel sad if we don't do, do the batteries. I've done it. You guys can do it, but well, I'm good. Uh, Give me, well, gotta, if Jamie's not going to do it, then let's not do it. Well, I mean, I got to remember when electricity happened in this movie because it did happen. It happened. I I I, I, I crossed over. Oh yeah. They, okay. All right. Let's just have Luke like uh, three of these at the same time. Then sounds good. Fine. Um. Yeah. In the movie, um, lightning keeps striking the boat and all the wooden wooden masts yeah but nothing catches on fire so yeah how's like, it feel those are good effects they're losing energy no yeah. all right i'm gonna try three at the same time now yeah ow i don't know it's still got a little shock to me no, my teeth hurt at the idea of this i only got two yeah. of them i didn't want to do three this is scary i'm not doing them this time i'm tired it's just kind of like like don't you like sour stuff i've done i did it a bunch as a kid my teeth hurt at the idea of doing this yeah. I don't want to run a small current through my mouth. Yeah. Mm, sounds like you don't want to kiss a beautiful woman. <laughs> you Made out of batteries. You know what Are makes you my teeth hurt? Me a beautiful woman? I'm very tired. Uh, you know what? I, I agree with that, and we're getting towards them, so I'm not going to do the Ron Canada. He was a character. Do Ron Canada. Let's do, I... Come on. Do the jingle, Brandon. Where in the world is Ron Canada? Um, <laughs> that was so half. Do you have an actual version? I do. Edit in. Okay. Yeah. But I'm gonna put that track over it. <laughs> Where in the world is Rotten Canada? Way, way, away from here I'll be. Uh, so this it's is also a... a great song about dads from Yellow Card on Ocean Avenue, which would fit in perfectly with Mamma Mia. <laughs> well, here we Jesus. go again. So this is a newer game that we've added since you, you've been on. It's, no, I've done it. We did it when on the Entourage bit. Oh, I forgot that was. <laughs> That was a night that would I... That was the worst night of my fucking life. Man. I think I listened to that once, but I don't remember. It's chaos. It's yeah, pure chaos. We barely... The movie is talked about, but it's mostly us just complaining about weird turtle plot lines and Ronda Rousey. What's she doing? I love turtles. Oh, thank you, zombie kid. <laughs> my first theme. So like turtles. Here's, here's a great one, guys. The movie The Haunting of Molly Hartley in 2008. Did Ron Canada play Mr. Joan? Did he play Mr. Benet? Or did he play Mr. Ramsey? All money and Mr. Ramsey. I'm going to go Mr. Benet. I'm going to go the third one. Guys, yet again, the, the guest is right. It's Mr. Benet. <laughs> hey! Hi! I'm undefeated on Ron Canada. Wait, what were the three names again? Mr. Jones. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. it took me a second to. You. Fu- God damn it, Brandon. I picked up on Benet, but then I didn't realize until, like, oh, Benet. Like, John Benet Ramsey. He's like, wait a minute. What was uh, the last name? Th- this is. It's it's crazy. The guest is always right. Maybe we just know Ron Canada really well. I mean, maybe maybe we just know him terribly. Well, here's the thing about Ron Canada. <laughs> Who is that again? Uh, he's, see a of he's, him. An he's an actor that's trailer. been in like everything. He was the judge in Ted Two, but like he's a bit player. But Why yeah, is that the I first know, one you I always know. go to? Because he, he was in the trailers. Like the trailers, literally him like screaming at Ted, be like, "You ain't real." And then Ted would be like, "I am. I'm Seth MacFarlane." And they'd say, "Come see Ted Two, you pieces of shit." <laughs> that was the trailer. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that exactly verbatim. Oh, I want to shoot that sketch. Um, anyways, let's just get to those good old, uh, I'd say, recos, and then we'll get to those good old, I don't know what we do. Are we wrecking movies? We're, anything I'm, you I want to wreck. I anything. 
And I think I, I'm going to come out of it hot because I know one that I just finished watching and I loved it. Uh, there's a show on BBC right now called Killing Eve. Mm-hmm. It's eight episodes long. Lead actress Sandra O, oh, killing it in the game. Such I love a good Sandra O. Oh. Yeah. I love her. I love her in the wine movie. Fuck. The wine sideways. 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 I wasn't trying to be a dick. I legitimately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she's great in it. She's a fantastic actor, and well, she has Tuscan song. She's also very good. She hasn't had like a lot of good roles where she could like really breathe. Well, she was on role. fucking Grey's Anatomy for forever. Yeah, so I'm glad yeah. she's mixing it up. Uh, but she is playing a sort of like I want to say time cop. Time, well, kind of like that, but basically a detective of sorts that's trying to track down an assassin. Through time. Uh, through time. No, it's set in the modern day. <laughs> uh, but the fun twist is that as she gets deeper into it, the assassin starts to notice her, and things get a little crazy. Do they fuck? I mean, I won't say it. There's eight episodes to find out, baby. Do they fuck through time? They fuck through time. There's there's just the big old time loop. They just get it in, get it out, and they do it forever. That's okay. real hot. Um, so do I have to recommend a movie or a TV show? No, recommend whatever. anything. Um, I got a couple things. I want to recommend um, Soccer Blue by Christopher Moore. It's a book that I bought five years ago and then only read the first hundred pages. I found it like super hard to get into. And then I went back into it this year. And Christopher Moore is one of my favorite writers. It's a lot of like sci-fi comedy. but it, Well, it's more magic than sci-fi. Um, but this one is about like... What if, like, blue during the Renaissance era... Not Renaissance era, more recent than that. 1800s. What if it came from... Like, the source wasn't, like, crushed stone for paint, but it came from, like, a magical being. And uh, it's, like, 400 pages. I loved it this time. The first time, I don't know why it was so hard for me to get into. But, like, this time, I kind of devoured it, and I thought it was very good. Christopher Moore's got a lot of great books. He's got Island of the Sequin Love Nun. He's got The Lust Lizard of Melancholy Cove. He's got um, You Suck, which is like a vampire love story that's like way better than Twilight. It's a clever title. Um, um, there's the Bite Me, You Suck, and then there's a third one whose title I can't remember. I think the third, my the, dick. Uh, <laughs> blood sucking, blood sucking fiends. I think uh, is the, I think is the the first one. Actually, uh, I wish it was no. Just, I think it, I think it goes Bite Me, You Suck, Blood Sucking Fiends. I could be wrong. I wish it was just called Vampires Fucking. Yes, that's my. I mean, vampires do fucking it. Um, nice. so check that out if that's what you're into. I'm glad you. you recommended that because I always see Christopher Moore at the bookstore. I'm like, oh, I love his good. books for real. I think they're very good. Um, he also has the very popular one is the stupidest angel, um, or, um, Biff or the gospel according to Jesus's best friend, um, or lamb. Sorry. It's called lamb. The gospel according to Jesus's best friend, Biff. Is that about lamb chop? It is. <laughs> um, Jesus's best friend was a sock puppet. Um, but no, that's like, you know, like a more raw, like not raunchy, but like a more, it's a retelling of the Bible adds a cult element. It's very interesting, but, um, mm. he, I love his stuff. So I'm going to recommend him. And then I'm going to recommend night in the woods. Ooh, that's Ooh, good. Game. Hell yeah. The adventure game. Um, I'm only a couple hours into it, but I'm really enjoying it. I really like the animation style in it specifically. Um, I like, did you just... So so with your hand. No, I did a uh, or Shaka. I yes. apologize. Um, I think it. I think it's uh, the story is really interesting, and I think a lot of the elements are fun. Um, and finally, I'm going to recommend Living Life. Yeah. You know, we've only got a finite amount of time on this. What game. are you doing here? Listening to a podcast, dummy? <laughs> Listening to a fucking podcast. Get out there. Get out of your cubicle job. You know what? You always said you were going to go to culinary school. And you've been putting it off. You're 89, Ronald. And this is going to fuck with one guy. <laughs> you you said you were going to be a chef. Talk's ticking. Why isn't this guy retired? I said he was in a cubicle. Yeah. And also, talk's ticking. Yeah, what the hell's a talk? Uh, I meant like TikTok, but that's yeah. Talk's ticking. All right, I'm done.
Alright, uh, I'm going to go ahead and recommend Brandon Kirkland's Twitter. Thank you. Then I'm going to recommend you listen to the Yellow Card. Thank you. And I'm going to recommend you don't go to culinary school because I'm 40 grand in debt from that. Ooh. Oh, no. Just bake the debt away, there. dummy. Smart. Yeah. Bake that debt. Bake that debt. Bake that debt. Bake that debt. What if that was Lock how, her what up. What if that was how that worked? If you just used your degree. Yeah. It, like, like, if I just wrote... A journalistic expose, expose, and then it'd be like they they would call me up and be like, "Well, you owed us twenty grand, but this was pretty good, so we're yeah. gonna take five hundred off." Yeah, they should make it to where like when you get a degree, like it's literally only a one piece of paper, and if you lose it or get damaged, you gotta go to school all over again, four <laughs> years again. Yeah, <laughs> for me, then for your solution too, I just gotta draw a picture of Sonic getting blown by Shrek. <laughs> Another <Yeah>. one. <laughs> Yeah. Why Shrek? I do think it'd be real funny if society was just really protective of one thing. Yeah. Other than money. Oh, look at him. More like like capitalism, am I right? Got him. Got him. Got him. Anyway, I'm I'm so sorry. Guys, let's just get to those plugs. Well, I'm I'm gonna not recommend Brandon Kirkman's Twitter account. Oh fuck you, Luke. And I'm going to And I'm going to recommend a good night's sleep. That's smart. That's yeah. so great. I'm really looking forward to that as soon as you guys leave. I gotta, leave. Be, I gotta you don't... Be at work in uh, eight hours. Okay. Shit. Let's get you home. Quick. No, that's fine. I usually only get like six hours of sleep. I usually do seven. I gotta be at work in 14 hours. Oh, oh. fuck you, Luke. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's pretty good. good. I mean, you're that's why you recommended time. it. Yeah, I can go home and eat food. Yeah. Man, nice. look at you. All right. Well, um, plugs? Plugs? Yeah. I'll plug something. Um, I have a show. Oh. It's every... Uh, when is this coming out? Uh, we're actually going to get this out probably a month from now because we've got Mitch's going out this Wednesday okay. and two weeks from that. Um, I'll plug a few vague things I've got in the future because I've got... I don't have a lot going on in the month. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Um, I am... I do uh, every third Thursday at <gasps> Bonus Round Cafe in <gasps> Chicago. <gasps> uh, me and uh, Martin and Brandon have a show called Slide Into Your DMs and Liz Getty, who isn't here. R.I.P. R.I.P. And, uh, uh, we, it's a show that combines fun D&D elements with stand-up. Um, we've had two now. They've both been great. We've got, our next one is next week. Yeah, next Thursday. I'm very jazzed for it, by which I mean I am an Autobot that turns into a race car. Or heroin. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I just feel like jazz. Um, yeah. Jazz needle. Yeah. Uh, the, or jazz cigarette. Jazz cigarette. Uh, well, that's weed. Yeah, but I love that phrase. Um, But so that's um, something we've been working very hard on for the last couple of months, and I think it's been great. Um, I won't even say any of the future lineups just in case. Um, Also, I'm moving to Portland. Mm -hmm. Probably shortly before this comes out, or after this comes out, I will be leaving Chicago for the foreseeable future. I'll probably visit a few times a year. So good. Burn down Portland so Jamie doesn't have anywhere to go. I mean, if you want to, but I would hate that. It's a cool town. Yeah, um, do it for us. Don't do it for them. This is keep it dry for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> or keep it moist. Don't No fire. <laughs> um, so that'll be fun. And then you can follow me on uh, Instagram. My handle is mydadgetsmad. It's a lot of pictures of me at the gym. <laughs> Um, Which or, is good though. Or you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's at Carbonix, C A R B O N I C S. And honestly, it's been fucking fire lately. It has. I know been. it is shitty to plug your own your own Twitter, 
And honestly, you're gonna see that same Mamma Mia thing I was talking about on here. <laughs> this is a really good tweet. Oh, yeah. Um, but fucking, I I've been trying to put all my best shit on there. Lately. I mean, come I on, the Facebook one about the Zodiac Killer. That one was really good, was and good. nobody fucking retweeted it. Other than one brave man, and you and um, a stranger retweeted it, uh, but no one else did. Yeah, and also, hey, Martin's a big fan of it too. I'm surprised. Yeah. You know what? You should be just plugging me and Martin. Or <laughs> I plug Martin's Twitter too. Martin's yeah. Twitter's very enjoyable. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Is that the Cookie Dude? It's it's Cookie Dude Show. I need to change it to something else. Yeah, man, change it to Handsome Boy Martin. Yeah, because once again, Cookie Pretty Dude sure Show. Pretty sure it's already taken. I think Martin Short has that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're Martin Tall. Yeah, it's true. I'll change it to that. There we go. Mark and Tall. I love I love to go to a Mark and Tall store. And you know what? For my plug, I'm just gonna use the one that Jamie did. <laughs> go oh. do that. Go to bonus round. Yeah. Because I follow Martin on Twitter. Yeah, you go follow Martin on Twitter. I'll, I'll also plug Bonus Round Cafe. I will not plug my own Twitter. Because I have dignity. I don't. So yeah, I follow at Kirkman like? Brandon and also follow at Carbonics. Yay. Uh, and then I want to plug my show. Uh, the one I run independently of people here, but I still love it when you guys are on it. Uh, the Cupcake Comedy Cabaret. That's every Thursday at the Gallery Cabaret. Um... Open mic starts at 6.30, that goes to 8, and then 8 to 9, we have a great showcase. So yeah. Also, all these by. shows are in Chicago. Yeah, oh, yeah so Chicago. don't don't go to Gallery Cabaret in Bangladesh. Yeah. That's, that's where the yeah. only Stop other Stop going to this <laughs> Gallery Cabaret. There's been so many murders at the Gallery Cabaret in Bangladesh. Yeah, and we should say that's Chicago, France, yeah. by the way. Yes, we are Chicago, France. I apologize. Yeah. I know there is a Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. But and I've heard many great things, but I have never been. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> bon vivant. French. Oh. Yeah, so I got I got to plug something now. Yeah, man. If you want to. Release uh, us. I got nothing going on. No. You got this podcast. Yeah, listen yeah. to this podcast and look at Brandon Kirkman's uh, You Talking You Too to Me. Yeah, I, uh, don't they talk R-E-M Yeah, to are me? you talking R-E-M Re- Re- me? me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it got me into R-E-M, though. Hey, it did the job. Yeah. But what is that? That one is... Specifically, yeah. well, YouTube. YouTube so I can it's it to me. good uh, rock, rock and music. roll music. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh man. Well, hey guys, go listen to YouTube talking YouTube to me. Um, or, or listen to Stained Glass with Todd Glass. That one is really good. Or listen to Comedy Bang Bang with then, Scott Ackerman. I'm yeah. just I'm so excited to get to the end of this episode because we finally got that sign off we've always been looking for. What is it? I forgot it. Carman have. What is it? <laughs> Great, so we don't have the sign-off. Carman and Holly have one desire. Isn't it go real fast? Oh, um, Carman have only one plan. No, <laughs> Robot Man only have one Robot Man. Robot Man only have one plan. Drive car fast. Okay, there we go. That's a terrible tag. Oh, just wait here, till you hear right here. I'll give you guys a new one. No, this is the best one. I'll give you guys a new one. Hey. Stay gay. Oh, no. <laughs> Brandon, I support that message, but also cut that out. <laughs> no, be comfortable being gay. No, I support the message, but hey, we never said we only have one plan. Okay, be fine. Robot, robot man, be gay. Robot man, be queer. I'm not gonna pigeonhole you into everybody's got cool body parts. Let's just touch some dicks, like yeah. boobs. Be yeah. happy with the dicks and boobs. Uh, docking. <laughs> and full circle. <laughs> Good night. Robot man, bye. <laughs> oh, hi. I didn't see you there. That's because this is a podcast. Hello, this is your district manager, Hobart. 
And here at NPC Inc., we stand for two things. Making you a high-quality podcast called Destin Day Jobs and whatever it is this company does. Let's meet some of your fun co-workers. Hi, my name is Stuart D. Beacon, and I'm your half-elf IT person. Oh, hey, I'm Agnes Hellman, and I'm a tiefling accountant. Hello, I am Group T. Camry. I am a dwarf accountant or CFO. And it's me, Matthias Maxwell. I'm one of your salespersons, and I love anime. Here at Destin Day Jobs, we play Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, but we've transcribed all the rules into the real world. So join us every other week for a brand new episode where four to five co-workers go on very mundane adventures so they can avoid doing work at all costs and have as much fun as they possibly can with their Destin Day Jobs. So listen in, because we make... The The Mundane Fantastical! show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs>